Listening to Cannabis Corner on WNHHLP 103.5 FM, broadcasting live from downtown New Haven. We are streaming live on TuneIn Radio and NewHavenIndependent.org. We're also streaming live video on Facebook. Just go to Facebook.com slash New Haven Independent or Green Haven Media. You can look us up first and you can see and hear what we got, all the great programs we got here on W-N-H-H-L-P. So welcome to Cannabis Corner Radio. I am your host, Joe Lachance. Uh, it is Monday, August the 15th. Summer is coming to a close. We got a couple weeks left till Labor Day. So we all got to know that we want to go out and enjoy the time that we have left for the summer because we know what's coming next. But anyway, I am joined here by my co-host, Uncle Lou, Hemp Farmer Lou. How are you doing today, Lou? I'm doing okay, Joe. Little reprieve in the field, so we're pretty happy. Can't be too mad, right? The weather's a little bit better. Is it not so hot out there? It's not as not as destroyingly hot out here, but that's okay. I tell people I'm Puerto Rican, so I don't mind. Right, 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 exactly. And I don't mind either. I'm used to it by now. There you go, Joe. It's very, like it's very easy to get used to, believe it or not. That's right. <laughs> Enjoy the heat. Yes. You know, the only thing we get here uh, is, you know, you have the threat of rain and hurricanes. Yeah. Um, but you have you know what? there. You have that yeah, everywhere. We keep pushing forward on it. But what I would bioilluminance bays man you had a full moon coming up man joe the the island is a beautiful place i tell everybody if i'm going to disappear that's where it's going to be don't uh, tell them lou don't tell them <laughs> that's all right i'll be in uh, columbia guys but yeah we got the bioluminescent bay full moons heading away so it's going to be nice to go look at over the after a week or so from now it'll be nice um yeah everything's beautiful out here um, but how about you? What's going on in Connecticut? What's going on with you? You've been going out, going to any cool events? Uh, just continuously giving that shout out to Bobby Nuggs and his event series up in Massachusetts because we always enjoy those. Um, traveling down to New York has been more of the things, the day trip. Um, there's a couple of great meals that are going on on the city, uh, the 99 floor events, you know, things like that there, Joe. Still have to stay active, still pushing forward, still trying to uh, still trying to push forward there, Joe. I hear you, brother. I hear you. Why don't we talk about the events while we got it on our mind? Because we do have some good stuff coming up uh, this week. As What's going oh, on wait. this week, Joe? What, what shows we got? What events? What, what do we got going on? All right. So 
This week, uh, there's a, an event called Kush and Cocktails on Tuesday night. That's from 5 to 9 p.m. I saw the place that it's going to be, and it looks very nice. He posted some pictures of it online. Looks like it's going to be a ni- really nice venue, so um, that ought to be something you want to check out on Tuesday night. Then we also have on Tuesday night, if you're in the mood for painting, we got a nice paint and sip paint and tote that's catered, uh, which is, of course, catered with infused treats. And that is Tuesday night from 6 to 9 p.m. That is over at my old stomping grounds, uh, The Grove. And you can contact Shady Dankin or The Grove for information about that. So that's tomorrow night. Um, And then we have uh, on Friday night, we have the Lifted Labyrinth, which is Kimura's event. Last week, they did the walk in honor of the full moon. But this week, they're actually doing the event. And if you're a member, you can come in and they have a lot of great treats and stuff there. It's a special event. And you do walk the labyrinth again, but it's a cool, cool, cool event. Um, And of course... Speaking of the events up in Massachusetts, the big one, the granddaddy of them all, Turk Town Throwdown is this weekend. And for those of you who know, Lou, we know, we, I think we went to the last, not the last one, but a few years ago, we went together. Oh, so yeah. you, you talk about the events that Bobby and those guys are putting on. In mass, this is one, if you're going to make a trip, right, I would say this is one to go to. Turb Town Throwdown is one of those larger events. It's a good time, great things, great music, great community. Um, it's one of those older legacy events that have moved on to a new, to the new legalization in Massachusetts and the way that it's done up there. They adhere to the laws. They, they have separate action areas. If I'm not wrong, last time there was a completely separate area for the dispensaries. It was a 21 over space. You know, then there was the other more CBD legacy ish type of side of it. So, right. There's there's a mix of everything there, you know. Yeah, I've noticed that in mass a lot. When you go to these events, they do have a special section for the licensed dispensaries, which I think is a good way to blend the two because they still have the other stuff too on the other side totally away from it talking about joe that's all well the cbd like you said cbd they got (laughs) art they got art and all the other stuff so i don't know maybe we'll see some integration of that in connecticut who knows but um yeah i i'm impressed with the events they put on up there so if you're going to get in your car this weekend at all Go on Friday night or Saturday all day, the Terptown Throwdown, and you can find information about that through terptown.throwdown. Yes. So, yeah. And then now we have another event going on right here in Hartford that Kamora is putting on. It's a special, com- special community performance. So it's kind of a performance art. I'm sure there's going to be music and dance. Spoken word. Yeah, so maybe spoken word poetry. Um, it's going to be an, an arts style event, so it's not something that you know that you would Im- uh, immediately associate with cannabis or with anything like that. Um, so we're really, really excited about that. Yeah, because and it's a our way. Friend Jocelyn will be there. You know, I was going to say that. So chill, CBD will be there, and, and Jocelyn will be telling her story as well. She's, she's right. got some spoken word she's going to do, so she'll also be a performer. 
Very, very cool, Lou. And I think it's going to be a great thing. And of course, you know, anything at Camorra's is 420 friendly. So uh, all these events are. And also make sure if you're going to go up there, learn what volunteer opportunities Camorra has, because before every one of these events, they have community days. And those community days can usually earn you like a free entry to an event or a membership. And, you know, so definitely look out for that volunteer, volunteer uh, that community portion as well, you know. Yeah, which is Sunday. She's doing one of those Sundays. So, okay. So this weekend, we got the local market. Of course, we're going to be talking to Brian in a little bit. We're going to find out what happens at the local market. Uh, then uh, we also have something called a farmer's market brunch, which um, which um, is happening on Sunday as well. So we'll be doing that. And um and then we have, of course, Camorra's a volunteer event on Sunday. And we have something called the Lifted Fest, which is uh, also on Sunday from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. That is a vendor pop-up. So if anybody's interested in that, they can go to uh, Instagram and check that out. We have another coffee event on Sunday. I love coffee. So there's all kinds of cool stuff going on all weekend. But I would say a couple of highlighted events would be the Shady Dankin, Turp Town Throwdown, and of course, the Negative Negative Soy Community Performance. So, all right, those are the events for the weekend. I just got a note from Harry. I have to turn down my mic. So there we go. I'm turning it down. All right. So is that a little better? <laughs> Harry said I was too hot. So um, all right. So yeah. So Lou, um, uh, we got Brian coming on with the local market. And what I think uh, is cool that's going on in Connecticut is all these outdoors type of farmers markets event. And I hope to see more of them. Um, I did notice uh, that you did make the news again, and I just want to know that we all have your back. So, <laughs> you know, we all have your back, Lou, but we can move it's, on. Uh, it's not just, you know, Kiever and I both didn't get licenses through Section 149. And, you know, it's, uh, it is where we are and it's the we're going through the appeal process and we have to do what we have to to continue to fight the fight. So that's where it kind of yeah. keeps and things uh and that's the point, you know, the fight never ends. The fight never ends, you know, and and it's going to continue. I want all the activists in Connecticut to know that, you know, you got to always be on your toes because, you know, what we're seeing isn't right. And the next round has to be different. You know, it's obvious. Well, to yeah. yeah, that's all. The next round has to be different. And. We're going to have to go through this round. You know, they're going to make mistakes. And, and now we have to call them out on their mistakes and make them change them. So, again, we got your back. Uh, I did notice that they did approve, give somebody their second level approve, approval. Uh, and, and we saw who they were. Uh, they, and we can. <laughs> this is why I'm telling you. to an MSO. 
from Massachusetts, no less. <laughs> and not even an MSO that already was doing business here. This is a brand new one now. Lucky us. But um, so you they see how it's everything, right? <laughs> you see how it's going. You see how this state operates, you know, and it's, you know, it's up to the people to to make a change if they want to see a change. So I'll leave it at that. But the process is going to continue. I'm yeah, sure we're, why we're not saying any of their names because no free advertising. Yeah, I don't want to say they're exactly right. I do not want to say their names, but those who read the news know what's going on. We're going to continue and wait and see what the next round brings for the micro cultivators and whoever else they decide to license. And, you know, and hopefully those appeals will be taken care of and uh, we can get this Connecticut cannabis industry on the right track. But for now, I think we all have to just keep doing what we're doing to get our medicine uh, whatever that may be. Right now, it seems like things are pretty calm and we just, you know, got to keep it that way. Everybody's kind of found a way to operate and I'm very pleased with that and I'm very happy. And I just want to let the cannabis community know that even though I may not be here in body, I am always here to support the community. Anybody who wants to come on air, and talk about the cause. Anybody who wants to come on air and talk about their business, we are here to support you. Um, but, you know, all right. Uncle Lou. We love it, Joe. Yes. <laughs> yes. As you know, we're here. We support. We do whatever. Let the world push as the world pushes. Um, and that's where we say, just keep doing your thing. If you're in, if you're in your, if you're in your lane and you're really pushing forward and this is the way you need to figure out your way, we all listen back from when I was, I was already convicted of it. So whatever, back when I was growing weed illegally and hustling it that way, everybody said it wasn't the right thing to do, but Hey, it wasn't the right thing to do because it was illegal, but guess what? I still needed to do it. Right. I don't even know what else to say there. How many times do we, are people faced with that and, you know, have to battle those internal demons. Like, man, I'm hustling, I'm trapping, I'm doing whatever I'm doing, but, I know I shouldn't be, or I know I should, but this is my means to get through. Like, this is how I, I'm not killing nobody. I'm not pushing hard stuff. You know, it's not, it's, I'm not harming the world. It's a harmless crime, a victimless crime. The government's the only victim of it. And now even <laughs> when they want it, even when they want it, it's, it's, uh, we push forward. You know what I mean? Yeah, here's, you know, and I get it, Lou, I entered this as a felon already, a felon for 30 years already. And so I get it. I get it. And of course, I was in the same boat. I had to do the same thing, whatever you need to do, survive. And, you know, I continued that up until the time I left, I'll be honest. But this is what I'm trying to say. If the state of Connecticut really wants people to participate in their adult use program and, and really like, you know, make a dent in the uh, legacy market. Well, then how do they expect to do that if they keep giving licenses to crappy MSOs that aren't going to produce good product that the people want? I mean, we already see with the medical program. Why do you? <laughs> well, there's, see, this is where I get, this is where I continue to stay constant on this. 
the product may be whatever it is, depending on what it is and where it goes and how it's made. You know, good products are good products because there are some places that do put out one or two good flowers. I'm not necessarily talking about in-state here, but we talk about they all go to Massachusetts and only one of. Big shout out to like River Run. River Run in Massachusetts is um, ex-con owned. You know what I mean? Arrested for cannabis, the war on drugs. Then they took them longer. They weren't one of the first rounds. They were smaller. And I think they only do like two strains a season or something like that. So they, they have a good flower, you know, and that's not one that doesn't fly. That doesn't fly off the shelves. in in Massachusetts, it's one of those smaller brands with very little marketing. And I know about them because they were from the market back in the day. You know, you remember when we were up there, man. Absolutely. And you know, at least in, in mass, they have Caroline's cannabis. They have shout out to Caroline, man. Yeah. They have some good, small dispensaries. They're mom and pop owned, they're family owned, and they have some good, small cultivators that are, you know, like you say, uh, convict owned, women owned, they, they veteran do have veteran owned. Disabled so uh, we have to. I think our, and not to, I apologize to you, I think our micro cultivator license might do that. But then at that, what is it? Five people over three light, over three lotteries is going to be 15 cultivators total, maybe in two years. Yeah, right. You know, that's, Come on. That, that's where it fucks it all up. That's where it really <laughs> screws it fucks up. It up fucks, fucks the, uh, <laughs> the world is amazing. Yeah, exactly. And so today we have with us nobody yet. He's not here. Oh. I, 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 some, he's trying to get in. I got to send him the link again. Oh, that I, it happens. It happens. I, I know that he's very excited to come on and talk with us. And he's been a long time uh, social entrepreneur, one might say. So we'll see what happens. And we're, we're excited to talk about the new. Yeah, I'm sending him the link right now. Where is everybody? Did I get cut off? Nope, nope. I think we're all here, Joe. <laughs> okay, there we go. I'm sending no, it. All right, I just sent good. him the link. I was coughing. I'm sorry, Joe. You oh, know. so you you cut your mic off? I had okay. to, I had to mute for a second. I was doing the cough, cough. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, Brian's got an interesting con uh, concept over there. I like what he's doing. Um, and he also has a cool story. And I kind of want to get into that a little bit with him, you know, how he came from point A to point B to actually opening up his own place and starting his own brand and all those kind of things. So let's see if he can uh, get in. I just sent him the link. But anyway. So, Lou, um, this is a question from Colt Collette. Um, Let's hear it. She wants to know, she works at a farm in Rhode Island, the only organic certified hemp farm in CBD uh, company. She's located right over the border. Oh. She's, uh, she wants, she's. She says, would you be interested in speaking with our farm 
or are you strictly working in CT only? No, uh, just, uh, oh, I know Lovewell Farm. I'd love to go up there and touch base. We're not far at all. This is Colette Chisholm, right? Yeah. I think Joe, Joe will shoot you an email and we'll work that all out. Is there any way to, you could just shoot a... Yeah, uh, Harry Colette, sent it you, over. You go, yeah, Colette, if you go right into the Facebook DM, I believe you're on Facebook, you just, just write into the uh, Facebook DM for Cannabis Corner and shoot that information. Who knows? Maybe... Uh, We'll see what happens there. We really appreciate everything that goes on. And I we're in the area, so it doesn't doesn't do anything. Just give me a place that I can smoke a blunt. That's all I ask. Oh, I'm sure. All right. So we'll get in touch with Colette. That's nice to get questions. You know, and I want to let the audience know that um, we are always open to questions here. Yeah. And they can send them to the Cannabis Corner uh, Facebook or on Instagram to Greenhaven Media or Facebook to Greenhaven Media. We would love actually to answer more listener questions because you're right. And that's where if you're interested in any of this artwork to help support Abby and her legal cases, please feel free to hop into the DM or anything. And Ab's made some T-shirts now, too, if I'm not wrong. So. Oh, how cool is that? That's our, you know, that's our little shout out for Abby all the time. You know, we like to make sure we keep pushing that. So if you want to support a little high maintenance, pick up some of their shirts and some gear. And that helps to go um, help support her cause. You know, he says he's having trouble getting in. Oh, Oh. Joe, are you emailing him or are you texting him it? I am texting him it from Facebook. <clears throat> he keeps sending. He just sent me a screenshot show, showing that he is getting the uh, waiting symbol. But I, I don't know. I, uh, <laughs> I don't know where else to send him the link. I do not have his phone number. If you do, you could send him the link by a phone. I can try and tell him to use his phone. Let's see what we got. I don't like technical difficulties. You know that, Lou, but we will. Do you have his email? Um, do I have his email? Yeah, I do. Hold on. Put it in the chat and I'll send it to him. Yep, I got it right here. You're listening to Cannabis Corner on WNHH LP 103.5 FM, your home for community radio. Almost, Harry, almost. Just trying to get, have no radio silence. (laughs) Yeah, well, we don't have to have radio silence. Lou and I will start talking. Um, I want to continue since I have Lou on the phone. A little talk about cannabinoids and terpenes. You know, I'm sitting here talking and I was on mute the entire time. Oh, can I, I wanted to talk. <laughs> this is quite a show today. I oh, sent you the man. email, Harry. Uh, uh, you can email him the link. And uh, <laughs> let's talk about cannabinoids, Lou. The last time we talked, we got into Delta 8, Delta 9. I wanted to ask you about this new one called HHC. 
Oh man, this is this is not necessary. It's new. Yeah, you're right. It's new to the larger masses. But this has been a conversion that's been going on for a couple, for at least a year now, and a lot of people are really starting to convert to that. <coughs> and it is, it's supposed to be like the, the wax or doper or better delta eight, delta nine, because it's converted over and you get a higher conversion rate. And it's supposed to, it looks just like. Um, CRC. It looks like um, like a lower quality honeycomb, and it does the. It's supposed to have the psychoactive effects. And it's supposed to have the whole thing, but it is a conversion. It is a chemical conversion of hemp. CBD. Oh, from hemp. So it's yes. another hemp derived cannabinoid. That it is, so um, that means it is derived from the cannabis plant. It is natural right. of the cannabis plant, but at a much lower level. Um, so because of that, the, the, the conversions, cause hemp, you know, we've been, everybody said this from 2014, as we started moving on and we started getting more and more hemp, the availability of the actual product for us to do things with. So we're able to now extract mass amounts of minor cannabinoids from, from the hemp plant, especially biomass, you know? Um, right. But this is what, so HH, uh, is what is, is that next conversion that's coming <laughs> in. We have THCV and O and all the other cool ones that are coming down the plate. And, you know, I'm, I've really been pounding in personally on the CBN, you know, so that's, it's a tried and true, one of those tried and true uh, cannabinoids. I'm but excited. Like, but it also looks like our guest is joining us or in the, yes, he us. is here. I see his face. So we should bring him on because we have been waiting for him. Brian, technical difficulties is one of those things. I don't see his video yet, and I know his audio is not there. But one moment it is present, we'll start calling him on. I don't want to make him. Uh... He's frozen right now. Oh, so I'm that ready is, to get that Brian. Is, we're starting to think this is Brian's computer or phone or something. He probably yeah, we need to get him. A, we need to get him a new computer. Brian, you know what? Oh, he's I, off again. And I'm he's sure. off. <laughs> He's probably down at the local market. I know that storefront has kind of become his uh, home, his baby project, his home. Yeah, you you know how it all goes, though, Joe. Remember when? Let's even. This is reminiscence time, Joe. Man, you remember back at the Grove? Mm -hmm. You know, Joe I lived at that place. place. You lived at that place, brother. You know, I that's did. Where and you, you must live it when you were on, you must live at the farm when you, when it's, it's farming time, you got to yeah, be out there all more the time. More than you know, Joe, more than you know. <laughs> I, I am, I, I feel like I work 24 hours a day, Joe. At least I feel like I never leave the office. And even in your dreams, you're probably thinking about work. <laughs> oh man, I, my nightmares these days, Joe, my nightmares these days. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine. I can imagine the damn state. See how they put us through a bunch of crap. All right, Brian is back. Yes, that's yeah, to the state right there. Brian. Oh, there he is. How Joe are you, good. my friend? I'm trying to make it work, yo. Honestly, the service uh, is not the best up here, but we're trying to make the, the with what we got. 100%. Nah, I hear you, man. You know where I am. The service ain't that great either. But <laughs> all right, so let's talk a little about local market. Local market is an indoor small business park offering space to local businesses 
and entrepreneurs to voice and present their products and services. Brian is the CEO and founder of Quality, Quality Over Quantity CBD. For 15 years, he suffered from PTSD due to childhood experiences that were uncontrollable at the time. In the fall of 18, 2018, Brian was diagnosed and given access to the medical marijuana program for the state of Connecticut. Through research, he was able to find the cannabinoid to work in ways that doctor prescribed medication didn't. We are the, and also, so people know, quality over quantity and the local market is the first Mexican-owned cannabis company in Connecticut. So that is cool, Brian. We got the the first Puerto Rican-owned can, uh, cannabis and hemp company in Connecticut, and we got the first Mexican. So we got the Latino community covered very well here in Connecticut. So that uh, makes me very happy. So Brian, let's talk a little bit about your journey. Um, you know, I know we've had you on the show before. We talked a little bit, uh, but we didn't get deep into how you got here. But you're originally from California, correct? Uh, is that where you started? Out west? No, I'm uh, sorry. Uh, originally from New York. New York. Okay. And um, so you moved around. Did you, you? And then you? How long did it take you to get from New York to Connecticut? So uh, I was born in New Rochelle, New York. Uh, back in 96. So then uh, my parents moved to Connecticut in 2004. I was eight years old and from eight years old up until 22. Um, up until now, you know, I've, I was in, uh, I've been here in this kind of New Haven County area from Hamden to Wallingford. I've, uh, I've been up to New Britain. So I just, you know, I kind of wanted to expand out to different parts of the, the states to see where I like it the most and how, uh, how I can develop the business for you know the whole community not just myself and, and what i like so that's why choosing wallingford it's kind of like in a, a center point to the whole state so anywhere from here to putnam from here to new london from here to stanford it's within an hour drive so that gives people like a sense of like center location or if they want to take the drive and they want to come out and visit or come and support local business that's exactly what we kind of sent the set of set of direction for um, right. What got me started and how I, I just got involved, are you saying in like the cannabis industry or just? Yeah, what brought you, what were you doing before? What got you into it before? I know you got a medical card and started researching it, but you must have had a career before. Of course. Yeah, no, for sure. So uh, in 2017, from like, so I, I, I was graduated in 2015. I was supposed to graduate in 2014, but uh, I didn't like school as much as I thought I should have. And um when I did graduate finally in 2017, I, I started my sales career, my sales professional career at PC Richard. Then uh, two years later, I, I left there. But in the midst of that, from you know 2017 to 2018, I associated myself with so much more individuals, more like people, business owners, or just like-minded individuals. And it just came down to when uh, somebody said, hey, you know, I know you have this issue, you have this thing that you always talk about, why don't you talk to a professional about it and see what they could recommend? So ended up doing that. And it was either opioids or cannabis. And at that time, I vaguely smoked from time to time, but it was not like a consistent user. So when I did, finally, it was like, I don't want to go opioid the way of the route or of like chemicals, how I look at it. Um, I want to be more organic, something more natural. So the medical program was like the answer to me. 
from 2018 to 2019, I, this Brian of me came out, like I was more extroverted. I could talk to people. I felt like, um, I felt less antisocial and more like proactive in how I wanted to like network or just meet people or, or be able to expand myself as an individual because I was a salesman, but far like greater than just a salesman, I, I would say, you know, people buy people, not the products. So if you like the experience that you're buying it from, you know, then you're the likelihood from them to buy from you more often is it's a lot greater. So when I left PC Richard, I went into door to door sales, but now, you know, more of a cannabis user. So when I knocked doors, <laughs> it was, that was a vibe to say the least. Oh yeah. Could, that could be it a trip. <laughs> honestly the 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 best part about it and so the first time in my life because i was experiencing something i'd never experienced before so you know it was uh the commission and the salary from pc richard was complacent and was comfortable so when i went into door-to-door sales it was strictly commission so whether i i knocked doors or i didn't knock doors i you know i got paid based off what i put into it Right. And that's when that clicked, you know, if, if I put in things, if I put in the work, then I'll see the, the success. So I did, I ended up seeing the success months, months later, I ended up being in the industry for another, you know, a year and a half after I, I left my first, the first company I worked with. But now, you know, I didn't leave as like the same individual I, I went in there with. Now, when people said something to me, I didn't take it personal. If they told me to go F myself, basically, I would just, you know, be more internal, of like understanding why they're expressing those emotions at that time. And it really just started solidifying that the, the world or God put me here for just not like myself anymore. It's how can I help other people yeah. um, not just get to where they want to be, but also help them through the problems that I suffer from my, on my day-to-day basis. Right. So like I have anxiety. I have, um, I would say for me, the biggest thing is like when I like trusting people is like when I'm connecting with new individuals, everyone has like a, a motive, but you know, when a business, it's a business connection. I know that the only motive is business aside from personal because there's no like there's no connect or like there's no mix. But aside from that, it was just like, OK, how can I start to evolve myself as the individual in 2019? That's exactly what happened. I, I saw that progression. I saw that. And now fast forward, uh, I would say in April, I have the notes that I was like kind of ideas like I want to start something, but I didn't fully commit until September, um, which is funny because in September, of september 5th so next month is going to be my three-year anniversary for quality or quantity um and then also with that it's also going to be in november well september i met luke but then it's like we really didn't connect until november so next the next couple months is going to be three years where lou and i officially connected and it was just far greater than instagram handles but more of like uh mentor to mentee and you know he's he's guided me and taught me a lot through the through the time that we've been connected in the industry so like the connection is far greater than just business and sometimes on some levels but that's exactly why in 2019 i was like i have this door-to-door sales experience how can i get my product into physical businesses mm-hmm. so i took the leap i was like F it, let's go so from october when i got my llc till december i got three stores it was i remember this because i still have the stores uh, now till this day it's uh milford west haven and hamden and hamden was my first store but that was like, I still like, every time I go into the stores, I just like keep like, take a flashback or nostalgia of like, oh, wow. Like I remember coming in here, just hoping I got the sale. And now they come, like now they call me to come to like fulfill the store. And that- Talk them up, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a blessing. So like, 
there's a lot of ego that can come with the industry or just like being in the businesses. So I try to like not let that control who I, who I am and what I think. So like, I love the success that has come with like who I am and like what I want to be in life. But that's like at the same time, like I want to humanize myself and understand that like everyone is a human at the end of the day. We all are, we all poop the same, you know, we all have like that concept that if I, if I don't project my own negativity or my insecurities and I just go within it with a clear conscious mind, then not only would I get the business, but I'll also make a, a connection that solidifies something for the long run. Right. So um, we've now fast forward to now 2022. So it's, I was 2019 to 2022. We're just like not on business, getting products in stores. And that was it. Uh, two months ago, three months ago, should I say, we were featured on Mundo. And then about a month ago, we were featured on NBC Connecticut. So then when that stuff started to happen a lot faster and my manifestation started to come more to fruition, uh, my ego started to like leave more and I started to like humble myself more. And the reason why I say that is because it gets me to the storefront, now local market. Uh, local market, the concept of it was initially, I said to myself, ego would be the whole storefront for CBD. But if I have a small section, because I only have 40 square feet, this is my little small section. Um, right. This is 40 square feet within the 800 square foot space. Now I can give the rest of the space to other vendors. So actually my computer wasn't working, I can, I don't know if I can flip the, oh, I will. So that is another business that is when she comes, she sets up her table right in front of there. And that's where she sells like her products. Um, but even across the store, we have these like shelving where people can place their, their products and we can sell their products for them. So at the end of the day, like I have products in stores. And when I go to the stores, that lady comes in, am I going to get this? want to be people's first store they don't have any or if they they're afraid to pitching someone or if they want to have to go through the process of like how can they pitch a store by all means come in and if i can help them or when i can help them that's exactly what i'm here for so the local market is far greater than just saying like we're we're like a company we want to help businesses get to the next level of their career their path if they need guidance if they need and information, help, support, whatever the case may be, like I'm here. I'm now going to be here from Monday to Sunday. So I'll be here technically, quote unquote, like all seven days of the week. So when people want to stop by, I will definitely devote my time and energy to helping every single individual. Uh, and it's like, it's a one-on-one, -on -one, right? Or even then, if they want to stop on Saturdays or Sundays and be vendors themselves, the space is open to anyone who has, uh, who wants to have a voice or just feels like they needed the push or the drive or if this is the confirmation for them to say like, Hey, I've been thinking about it. And now I like, now I have the answer. This is exactly what that's for. Um, nice. for everybody and hesitating. Um, nice. it's definitely right. And let's make sure we clarify just in case there's no, uh, uh, mistaken things there. When we say that there's storefronts and little vendor section, these are for all things that are, should be 100% legal and you should have yourself an LLC and you should have yourself, um, all the due diligence that you started, but, that you don't have a brick and mortar location. And that's where uh, Brian can also help you with that. If you're looking for your LLC, if you're looking to get that next step, um, but we're talking all things that would be able to be uh, like legally sold in the state in that space. Right. Let's just make sure. We're Correct. Right. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're one, yeah. Thank you for acknowledging that. So I totally, cause I'm, I like, I assume that everyone is talking like the legals, but like, yes, 100%. Um, all legal based products, anything that's, uh, if you have CBD based products, they need to have a certificate of analysis. They need to, you know, I'd, I'd like to know where they're coming from so that we can understand, you know, if DCP or anything in that case, 
They do because have the numbers. He is so. coming down to places. Yes, yeah, no, Brian. They, yeah, no, that's are. a good point. Brian had an inter- you had an interaction with them, right? Yes, they they reached out to us uh, about our about our products, about our business, where we're coming from, and that's exactly what we solidified. You know, all of our products come from farmers within the state. And, you know, all of our packaging comes from packaging companies within the state, and all we do is distribution. So if anybody's like, where you know who's making what now the the CBD catnip that is coming from quality or quantity. I looked through the laws, and I am getting my hemp manufacturer's license, but. It's not a consumable for cats or to some cats, so it's, it doesn't require the license, but I'm already in the process of getting my license regardless, so yeah, that's already uh, established. So the, the No, we're just making sure that everybody comes in and they, they nobody m- would mistake that this would be a place for them to, right. you know, right. correct. keep, in, yeah, keep in liability because, you know, you have a great place, you don't know, last thing you need is <laughs> yeah. anybody to misinterpret any of that and then come down and then expect right. something else um, because, you know, that's where we're at at this point because Connecticut did their Right. So, no, and I think it's great because people need to understand now we're talking ancillary businesses. We're talking CBD. We're talking artists like the artwork Lou has behind him. We're talking pipes, maybe some some paraphernalia. Yeah. Why don't we tell you? Tell us who's there. Bracelets, jewelry. Who are your people? So far, we have uh, we have this company called uh, Bright Candle. They have wax melts. Each one is different scented, but the orange one is made by a six-year-old, which is his son. It's a dad and a son that make the candles together. Um, uh, but we kind of like messy around here because we're, we're like renovating a little bit. But on that side over there, which I'm going to disconnect my phone from the charger. Uh, this side over here, we have, this is a company who does the live tarot card readings. So they have like, these are uh, lighter holders, mushroom lighter holders. We also have um, more crafty beer candles, non-scented. We have the, the stones and kind of like keychain crystals. Um, even then, we also have like the rolling trays. So this is a local vendor uh, called Space Case. Uh, these are all his, his uh, trays. These are shirts. So if people want to come place their shirts at the same time. And then on this side, we do have uh the, the business card holders so this is free promotion anybody wants to stop by and leave their business cards they could definitely do so and we'll uh it's just oh, more, nice. more marketing another like sales channel at the same time and so and cool and you're just getting started i see so yeah i mean it's a work in progress and i'm i'm hoping that appearing on this show and getting out there like you say to tv outlets will encourage people to come by maybe get a booth get a table and start selling their stuff, you know, because I think it's yeah. important. This is how you build new entrepreneurs. You know, you said a lot of interesting stuff uh, when you were talking about sales. First of all, it's the person, not the product, you know, and that is a key when it comes to sales. Do you know what I mean? And right. second of all, you know, I think you came to a really good point in your life. And it's something that I think if you're going to really be effective in this industry, it's that your purpose here is really, and this, you know, if everybody could realize this, we'd have a better world, but your purpose here is really to help others. 100%. And that's what it comes down to. And you have finally, re- you know, you've realized, okay, this is my purpose to help other people. Now, how can I help other people? 
right? And, and I think if that's your motivation, that you're going to go real far in this world, because if your motivation is just to make money or just to have a ton of different products in there, and some of them might not be that good, right? You then you're not fulfilling your purpose. You're just being a salesman, like you said. But if you realize my purpose is to help others and that it's the person, not the product, that you can can be a great entrepreneur that way. Those are like two key basises to have. So I congratulate you. And I think you're on the exact right track. Um, so, so very good. Very good, Brian. It's nice to see young people. You're only what? 23, 26, uh, 26. I I appreciate your words. Yeah, no, I definitely appreciate your words. So my realization that I had was, uh, I can only go so far by myself, but if I have a community behind me, then it's not just myself growing. It's all of us growing at the same time. And, 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 you know, you brought up Lou's name. I know you kind of went past it but lou's been uh you've been working with lou since the beginning right yeah yes and your brand is is uh a lot of lou's products right so Uh, no no no, they're all his products no they're his (laughs) products right but i mean you've been helping him out you've been helping him out develop his brand basically so i I am am just a foot soldier in the whole (laughs) cog of things. Joe, what I tell you about telling people I'm actually a nice guy? <laughs> you, can't, you can't be telling people I'm a nice guy, man. All right. Brian, I, you know, I know he helps, but he is a dick. He, I mean, I work with him too, so I, I get it. <laughs> you can't go around telling people I'm a nice guy, Joe. You know, Yo. everybody's like, they all, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm but, an interesting guy to work with at best. Yes, but, but the you, job gets done. And you help people. You do, dude, when we put up the Grove, you helped in a lot of ways. You did some of the first events there. You helped manufacture, you know, help me with my brand, get set up with the coffee company. So, Lou, you've always been a big help to people. And it's nice to see you. And I'm sure Brian is one of many that, you know, you don't want to talk about because you'd like to keep your reputation uh, dirty, I guess, not clean. (laughs) But, you know, we all, you know, we wouldn't be here if we didn't love you, Lou. We know that. And, you know, it's a great service. You're passing it down to the next generation. And that's what it's all about. So, um, so Brian, you've got your brand in there. What other brands do you have down there at at uh, local market and Q over Q? So uh, so far, well, before I even get into the the products, or just uh, I definitely want to point out the acknowledgement. So, uh, it's it's the tough love that I love from Lou. You know, it's uh, it doesn't it doesn't come it comes off how it comes off, but it's uh, it, it keeps me uh, it lets me know that because we're Latino, like it comes natural from the <laughs> right. the resemblance of where we come from in life. So. It definitely, it doesn't, I don't, it's nothing personal. I look at, if anything, I, I embrace what he guides me on because it allows me to work on what I need missing, but whatever I already have good to go, like it just allows me to perfect that even better. Uh, right. So, but yeah, no, it definitely, uh, definitely helped me out and has helped me out since, since the beginning. Definitely. Uh, he's, if we're going to keep it dirty, we're going to keep it clean, but he's a, he's a really dope individual, really dope. So uh, regardless of how he comes out to people, but at the end of the day, like, we're energetic human beings. So if somebody feeds us bullshit, we're going to give them bullshit right back in the way, concept-wise. 
Right. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, on FM, we're not just a, well, an internet thing talk. now, bro. Yeah, this is not just podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we're actually so we're on the air. The, the mayor like, could be listening, right? Yeah, and no, I... I I definitely, I apologize. We definitely don't have any sponsors. Thank you for not We're not allowed to. I want people to understand we're not allowed to. It's public radio. Someday, you know, I can explain what public radio is, but this is for the people. But anyway. I apologize for that. No, no, don't worry about it. We haven't got fined yet, and you're not the first. Believe me, if you heard earlier, Lou Lou took care of this. So, Brian... There you go. I give you. I love uh, this painting by Abby. Everybody, just Abby. Brian, you Abby. should talk to Abby about doing a little. Yo, uh, I'm definitely down. But I'm, yeah, I'm hit her up on the IG. Definitely yep. hit her up. She should come down and, and display her photo. You know her her artwork. Definitely, it's for it's for a great cause, as everybody's heard me talk about. But yeah, everybody needs to hit up Abby a little high maintenance. She's a great advocate in her own space. Oh, I love She's Abby. Great. Yeah, Joe. Oh. Okay. You know, yeah. Abby is. you know where to find her. Go sure. find her and talk to her. Get her down there and give and to do and display. She's got great prints at a great price, and they're they're there to help support. So this is where you know as we move into that 150 hour, um, this is where all avenues of legacy, legal, ancillary, uh, subcategories, sub everything, like me, love me, hate me, it doesn't matter. But realistically, you can see that we're we're active in the legal realm, in the ancillary realms, in the legacy realms. Our friends with licenses and our other friends maybe get going through court cases. I got felony friends that I don't do misdemeanor things, and I got misdemeanor friends that I'll do felony things for. So with that, that's where we continue to say the fight is never over. And, you know, we joke about it, but, you know, now, <laughs> Joe. So I went to the University of New Haven, guys, all right? So I went to UNH as an undergraduate, all right? I got a degree in hospitality management and business. I used to move so much weed back in the days in them halls. <laughs> oh, I'll bet. College. I was from East New York, Brooklyn. I came up here, and man, it did the one time. Do you know where to get weed? course i do here we go once again already was convicted guys all right already was right convicted. remember that right me uh, too there's not much they can do anymore another, they already got the file the fbi's got my file already so back in them days man it was a huge difference so now if they were anti-cannabis back then and now the University of New Haven, I'll throw that free outside. Yeah, they, they do it. They, they have the first, they have class. a cannabis certification program there. Like, I it, think it it's great. Three minutes from the studio from here, Joe. From, from yeah, the studio. Three minutes yeah. from downtown New Haven, right down in West Haven. They are. They yeah. got this stuff. Uh, I think I want it. I, and I'm going to recommend that to people, I think, because education's important. Who should, Joe? Before, I'm going to go contact them and see if, you know. I will send you get them on over, Get one of their teachers. I'd love to know. Already teaching now. All right. You I'm actually, post I appreciate you guys that brought this up. So that, that brings up, like, a great topic. So that's actually what we're um, – I was on board because I'm, I'm going with the UNH. There's a lot of colleges within the United States that are offering the courses – 
But uh, when it came down to understanding that UNH is local, it's here to the state, and it's also it's uh, it's connecting within giving. I want to be a part of the community part greater than just saying like yeah. I'm going to the school. So I already reached out to UNH. They already, you know, we already kept like have this conversation back and forth of like what I plan on doing and how we plan on just evolving. Well, great, to, man. Keep uh, us posted on that. Doing. And the actions are, yeah, 100%. I mean, I, I will definitely, next time I, I feel like the, next time I'll be on the radio, will be with my certificate in hand for sure. That's right. All right. Yeah. That's All right. right. So now we are getting close to the end. Now, this is the time for you, Brian. Tell us where you're located, what your hours are, how people can get in touch with you, all that good stuff. Yeah, for sure. So we're open uh, now Monday through Sunday, like I said, Monday through Friday from 11 to 9, and then Saturday and Sunday from 12 to 8. Uh, we're located at 71 North Turnpike Road in Wallingford, Connecticut, 06492. Uh, there's a famous donut shop called Neil's Donuts. We're in the plaza right next door to Neil's Donuts. Um, if anything, you know, there's a there's a dog grooming place right next to us to the left that we've already been connected with. And now there's also an animal hospital to the right. So if you don't want to just stop by to buy CBD dog treats or catnip for your pets, you can also walk next door and get some grooming or go to the right and get some animal hospital help from Nick. So, um, yeah, or some donuts, man. That Instagram sounds better. Local. Yeah, <laughs> actually, get the donut to get the munchies now. So, potentially, we'll stop by. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, uh, we are. Oh, our Instagram handle it's a uh, local market CT LLC, and then our our CBD one is Q over Q CBD. Uh, super straightforward. Our, our website, you can always go on our website to buy any in store products. So, if you see like some jewelry or some local, you know, the candles or any of our products at the same time. Everything that's in here in the store, you could also find on the website at the same time. So if people wanted to purchase from outside of the, the state of Connecticut, from anywhere in the United States to uh, support local business at the same time, we will ship out all the products that they buy from the, uh, the products that we have within the store at the same time. Uh, and you, yeah. Okay. And you have an affiliate program too. So people want to yes. become like an outside sales yeah, that one's actually super, super cool. So it's only, you guys, everybody makes 20% commission on every sale that they submit. So like if you pass the link to your friends, family, anybody you know, every order or every product that they add to their cart when they click on the on the link, the cookies is on for 24 hours. So if you, you know, initially they went on for one product, but at the end of it, they have six or seven, you're going to end up making commission on the wholesale. So it, uh, it gives people just a sense of direction that you can be making passive income without really putting much work into it. It's just really sending a text message and, and seeing where it goes. Right, right, right. So, yeah, I think it's a great idea, great way for people to get into the industry in a certain way and get their feet wet so with some good proven quality products with COAs. And then that's another thing you mentioned. I want to let you, anybody know who's trying to sell CBD products in Connecticut that the COA, COA is one probably one of the most important things you should have, you know, and if you're not asking for a COA, then you're not doing the right thing, you know? Um, but yeah, so a COA is a certificate of analysis. Basically it's right. the birth certificate for each product. So it lets us know the milligrams, you know, the percentages, if it has THC, CBD, Delta nine, Delta eight, whatever the chemical compound is, it gives us just a better understanding on how to give that, uh, communication to the, the consumer at the end of the day. So how much they can eat, you know, if it's a, a edible or for 
they're smoking it, how much to smoke, concept-wise, just gives us more information on how to give it to you at the end of the day. Very cool. All right, I'm getting a sign to wrap it up. Lou, before we go, you got anything to say? No, I guess not. Follow right, us. Uh, we're rocking and rolling. I appreciate everybody, and have a great, have a great uh, week, all right? All right, yes, at Weppa Hemp Farms, uh, at Greenhaven Media, and Local Market CT LLC. See, I got it right. Follow, yeah. <laughs> follow, like, share. Thank you for listening. We got a great guest next week. It is an actual candidate for governor. So uh, that should be a good, good show. We're going to talk to her about her views on cannabis and all kinds of good stuff. So thanks, Brian. We'll see you next time. Thank you, Lou. Sorry for the technical difficulties. Peace out. Before I got high, come on, y'all. Check it out. Uh, I could have cheated and I could have passed, but I got high. Uh, uh, la, da, da, I'm taking da, da, da. it next semester, and I know why. Why, <laughs> man? Yeah, because I got high. Because I got high. Because I got high. Go to the next one. Go to the next one. Go to the next one. Uh, I was going to go to court yeah. before I got high. <laughs> uh, Ooh. I was going to pay my child support. But then I got high. No, you wasn't. Yeah. Uh, they took my whole paycheck. And I know why. Why, man? Hey, because I got high. Because I got high. Because I got high.